Hey everybody and welcome to Positively Midwest. Another fantastic episode, I'm sure. I am Steve Jurens, along with this episode is a Cat and Steve episode, my wife Catherine. Hello. So today, uh, it's been on my mind as of recent about having patience. You have to have patience in so many different areas of your life and self-growth is one of those areas. So we digress and we uh, are going to talk about how uh, I have dealt with this and how I um, have struggled with it for sure and other many other avenues in my life. But it goes along with one of the posts we had and we've talked about a little bit, instant gratification. Um, people that are striving for instant gratification sometimes end up uh, procrastinating and um, having some real negative attributes that go with that. So with um, not having patience through personal growth, that can make you give up easily and uh, um, not stay on track. So what do you have going on over there? Just looking at some of my notes that I had written down from things that I had looked up. Yeah, what do you look up about? Oh, you know, practicing the art of patience. Oh, so the same topic. Well, obviously. We're on the same topic. We just don't know what each other printed off for and found Ooh, for notes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe, I mean, we already set it up. So basically uh, what I've been running into, especially like the gym, you know, it can take a long time to start to re- see results. And it's like, well, it took you how long to get to the weight that you're at? So it's going to take time for you to break that off and uh, you've got to change a lot of habits and you have to make them make new habits and that takes a while. We've talked about that in previous episodes that it can take you six to eight months sometimes to create a new habit that will stick with you for the rest of your life. So in that regard, you also also have to have patience. You have to realize where you're at. You have to continue to always self-reflect and self um, diagnose, if you will, where you're at, what you still have to work on. And uh, that's not great for the instant gratification generation or um, the world that we're in today is all about on demand. And, um, you know, we want everything now and we want it all and we want it now. Long are the gone are the days of waiting for commercials to be over on our TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> so I found an article from the website, The Startup, and it was uh, cultivating patience for personal growth. Patience is an indispensable virtue, uh, doubly so for personal growth. This was by a gentleman named Jude King. It says PhD behind it. So he knows what he's talking about, man. <clears throat> I'm guessing that's a big deal. So, anyways, um, I don't know. I just wanted to uh, touch on some of this stuff. But, you know, it seems, and I'll read through through some of these things, maybe most of it, because I thought he had really good points. But, for changes in the physical and natural world, we seem to understand very straightforwardly the need for patience. For instance, we know if we want a baby, it would take nine months. We know that. Um, we know that if we want to build a new house, that it will take several months. But when it comes to personal growth, we seem to think we can short-circuit the process. We think we can read one book or article that would magically make all our procrastination problems go away forever. We seem to think that a chronic bad habit can be shed forever just sitting through a 60-minute webinar. And that's something I can relate to personally. You know, I've read, read little bits of other books here and there and, you know, one book that really set this all off. But if it wasn't for continuing to read different articles and keep this stuff top of mind and cramming it into my brain, I think personal growth would be very hard. Um, 
you know, you just can never stop learning yet alone. Uh, the more you learn about yourself, I, I know for a fact that the more you can almost, you know, control yourself, change your mindset and react to situations differently. Excuse me. So, uh, this poor judgment wouldn't really be a problem if not that it has significant consequences. When the change we seek do- doesn't happen at the snap of fingers as we expect them to, we become frustrated and jaded on the whole idea of personal growth and development. There are people who think the whole idea of personal development is a scam. So I know there's a lot of people out there um, that probably feel this way or have felt this way, and you can't really change or start to go through personal growth until you're ready. Uh, sometimes for uh, drug addicts and things like that, it takes for them to hit rock bottom uh, before they will make any changes. Uh, if it's a marriage, you know, sometimes it takes for someone to leave or want to leave you. And maybe you do get a divorce. Your second marriage is better. Maybe you fix the one that you're in, um, you know. But uh, again, um, there's people that say, well, I didn't think that there was anything wrong with you before. Or you hide it really well. Or, um, you know, what are you, were you depressed or broken? And it's like. You know, I guess at for at some point you, you you probably get into therapy or you start self help because you do figure, well, I want to change something, or maybe you just want more motivation. Maybe you just want to be inspired. Uh, you know, for me, it was maybe seeing what what past things I needed to talk about that uh, bleed into my adulthood, and uh, we've referenced some of that in in one of our last episodes as well, but. Uh, if anything, I think it helps you constantly, like I said, reflect and make these tiny little changes all every day, every week at least, every month. You know, it, it takes years to get where you are mentally, and it could take years for you to change, whether it's, you know, a year from now or whatever. But like I've said before, no matter if you, what job you have, if you're a nurse, if you're in sales, if you're a teacher. You constantly have to go back and relearn uh, and stay up to speed in your industry. You know, in sales, new product comes out and you got to learn about the new product and, you know, all that stuff. So to me, self-help is a never-ending quest to learn about yourself and continue to evolve. And it's not like you're changing like, oh, I'm just all of a sudden going to be great now. Still going to make mistakes and you're still going to have problems, be sad be depressed, um, you know, anxious, all these different emotions. They're just human emotions, but hopefully you can um, learn to ground yourself and find some more um, that focus on the positive. So a big part of the problem is that self-help marketers also make empty promises of big, quick results. And really they have to because they are desperate to sell their products and make big bucks. So, um, you know, I think... uh, we were just saying before we went on that any um, anything good worth doing is not easy. Yeah. And like the information that I have with the art of practicing patience is that patience is active waiting. So you're not just going to go, oh, because I want to have this patience and I want to make these changes for self-help. It's just going to instantly happen. You have to keep moving forward on your path to help you get you where you want. It's not just going to come. You can't just stand still and expect it to happen. You have to actively work towards that, actively waiting in your patience. Yeah, personal growth is bound to look like a scam if you expect to get 
quick snap of the finger results. You'll really get that. Rarely get that. I mean, no speak good there. <laughs> no speak good <it's> language. <laughs> What's more common in incremental, tiny, barely perceptible improvement, which with consistency develops into a huge breakthrough after several months or maybe years. So per- personal growth takes time. The reality, therefore, is that personal growth, like most processes in the physical, natural world, requires an, enor- an enormous amount of patience. Goodness gracious. You're not good with those 50 cent words there, hen? Well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it was a term when I was growing up. It meant big words. That If you knew a big word, it was a 50 cent word. Sorry. To paraphrase, billionaire investor Warren Buffett says, you can't produce a baby in one month by getting nine women pregnant. Go figure he'd say that. The same is true for personal growth. With personal growth, and Warren Buffett's like, a billionaire, as it said, but he owns like five bajillion companies. So I don't know. I guess take his advice there saying, huh? Mm-hmm. With personal growth, the timeline for any significant tangible change is often on the scale of months to years rather than days to weeks. Therefore, the willingness to wait the process is crucial. You would usually not get your time management deficiency fixed by reading one book. Your productivity likely won't shoot through the roof as soon as you take that productivity course. It's often the case that you'll drop the ball several times while trying to cultivate a new habit. And that was something that we addressed was that, um, you know, you're going to eat bulls ice cream while you're going to the gym and you're going to maybe drink a pop or have a few too many beers in one evening and basically calories and all that stuff. You're just not always going to be perfect. And that's okay, but if you continue to try to make better decisions all the time, um, other than maybe during some of the COVID time, I think we've eaten the best in the last maybe six months or so than we have in a long time. Can't think of the last time we've had a hamburger helper or um, a meal in a box. We used to buy those and just throw it in the oven for a bit. Um, You know, so we had like ribs and... uh, Brussels sprouts. Mm, I had some fries, but <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's good. So um, anyways, those are the normal state of things because real personal growth is hard and happens slowly. It's really a journey that lasts a lifetime. So you really don't get to the end of it. So I really liked that phrase because it's a lifetime thing. It's a lifestyle change for you to make any positive changes in your mindset or if it's your body with exercise, whatever you're trying to accomplish, it's something that you should make as a lifestyle change that will last you forever and constantly be changing that too. Um, I don't think there is a set marker. This is something else I want to do more research on, but a real like good and bad. You know, there's always like this gray area of something that's good or bad, but you know, it's finding where you're just trying to be the best person that you can all the time. And when you make a mistake, you've you've done way more good than you have bad. So, you know, you, uh, you're leading yourself down the right path. And it's hard, and it's hard is because, I don't think they type this very well. And it's hard is because lasting change often requires many things to change at the same time. Thoughts, limiting beliefs, behavior, environment, reinforcement, and so on. Therefore, the big breakthrough rarely occurs in an instant as we often expect. It builds up gradually through months and years of striving, 
taking baby steps, falling, rising, learning from the experience and improving. It rarely ever one big overnight thing. How about that one too? It rarely ever one big overnight thing. Was it translated to English from some other language that, you know, we have put things in different orders and we add in those extra words to make our sentences? It could be. It's rarely ever going to be one big overnight change. Something like that. It's never. Like, instead of saying rarely, it's never going to be an overnight change. That's just impossible. That's just why you should never use the word diet either. It's always a lifestyle change, not a diet. Right. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah. So developing patience for personal growth. Developing patience for personal growth requires recognizing that the change you seek will probably take longer than you expect. So check yourself. Pump your brakes a little. And sometimes that means, to me, is giving yourself gratitude. So uh, we had our annual Memorial Weekend my birthday party type thingy. And I think we did really good. We um, got up and we busted our buns and we got firewood taken care of and we got a few things tidied up. But our house is already pretty tidy. So we didn't have to worry about running around last minute that morning and fixing it all up. Stop scrubbing toilets. We had a nice (laughs) date night the the night before even still. Um, Had some din din and a couple adult beverages and came back home and hung out. Hanged out, and then, um, and then we were we had time to get ready, make burgers. Yep, make burgers. Set up yard games and sit down and have a beer before everyone got there. At least I did. You're probably still doing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but there were there was years where we were freaking out and we're yelling at each other and running around the house and we all forgot to do this. We got to pick this up and blah, blah, blah. oh, they don't care about that and all that stuff. And boy, it's just we've come a long way, um, even just from last year's party. Um, I even shined up the grill. Someone even asked if we got a new one. I said, no, baby. I just shined her up. <laughs> so... Um, This allows you to develop realistic short-term expectations, ensuring that you don't fall into the trap of overly optimistic short-term expectations on one hand and overly pessimistic long-term expectations on the other. As Bill Gates put it, most people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year, but they underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. So, we're 30, 30, I'm 35 yet, you're 36, and, uh, you know, By who, the time this airs, you will turn 36 the next day. Yeah, so I still will be 35 when they hear <laughs> it. Thank you. So anyways, um, if you, uh, you know, sometimes you got to realize where you're at. I know when I first started my new, my new radio gig and doing sales there, I was just going crazy and selling a bunch of stuff. And, you know, um, and then I just wanted more and more and more you know, and like help more people. And then sometimes you you can't dedicate the proper professional time with helping people come up with ideas and market them and so on if you're, you know, stretched too thin maybe, let's say. So you have to say, okay, here's where I want to be in three years. Here's where I want to be in five years. So how do I get there? You know, how do I align myself with that? And it could be even your exercise, you know. So how do I want to... um what do I want to lose? You know, there's, is it whatever your motivation is, if it's pounds or if it's 
um, waistline or just fitting into a certain size of clothing, um, you know, set it first and then realize, take those baby steps to keep making it a lifestyle change. I don't think you can just stop eating sugar all of a sudden. I don't think you can just quit coffee all of a sudden or just go to the gym every day at four in the morning and go twice a day right away. I could barely walk last week a couple of times and it was the first time back. If you recall, mm-hmm. you gotta, and along those paths, you have to celebrate the small victories because along with that, then that is where you are going to start connecting with yourself and you're going to start realizing and embracing that growth and those changes that you are making along the way. And so it's going to help you to practice that patience while you're celebrating small victories. That's really important because if you don't celebrate that and you don't see that and you just start getting impatient with the process and that's when you start to have that negative Mm -hmm. self-talk. So should you give up because it's obvious it's going to take so long to get what you want? Actually, one of the absolute worst reasons to abandon a goal or change is to think it's going to take a fairly long time to accomplish. Whether it takes five years or ten, the time will pass anyway. You might as well keep going so that five or ten years down the line, you find yourself in a better place than you are today. And if it's worth having or fighting for today, it's worth fighting for a decade. Fighting for a decade from now. That was actually me reading and not. Not there's typing. Mm Mm-hmm. And the best thing about personal growth is that if you keep at it, you'll eventually cross an invisible threshold where it seems you have an epiphany, where everything seems to be coming together at once. You reach that point of synergy where all the early struggles struggles finally pay off, and your progress takes an upward trajectory and accelerates dramatically. I can feel like uh, I could talk on how that process has sort of... Um, that's happened to me a couple of times and then you still will will not not like fall but you'll still go a little backwards where um or re- revert or something to that degree just it might be minute it all depends on the situation but you know you find yourself in an argument or something and you get really angry and maybe you um say something that you don't you wouldn't want to say or maybe it's something that you used to say or um you're just lazy when you shouldn't be you know, you need to get something done, like record a podcast, and then you wait till the absolute last thing, <laughs> the day to do, or something like that. So um, you got to keep your motivation in check and keep, you know, um, just I, you got to keep celebrating too and keep saying, look at where you've come. And I think that helps keep pushing you forward. So most people often expect their lives to change in an instant which only lead to disappointment. Personal growth is a lot of almost indiscernible baby steps taken consistently. Don't give up on your personal growth just because you can't see results immediately. Don't give up because it's going to take a long time to accomplish. You have to be patient with the process and with yourself to achieve your goal. The key to getting to the result you want is patience. You get the chicken by hatching the egg, not by smashing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really funny... Uh, analogy is that the correct term for that? Like, well, yeah, it was like an ending, but um, it was a weird way to end the article as well. I thought, right? No, but as you are moving forward with purpose, it's that connecting. Um, you're gonna find that connection with yourself because you're gonna have some of that positive self talk instead of negative self talk, and it's gonna help you connect with those that you love, those around you, because you're going to 
It's going to help you to open your eyes, practice patience with your family as well as yourself as you're going through this process. And I know we've had some people that think that like self-help is a load of crap. And like you started at the beginning and you're like, oh, people think you're broken or people like, go, well, there's nothing wrong with you. Well, one, we're going to be honest. We've talked about the mask before, right? So we always put on a different face out in public than sometimes we have at home with those that we are closest to, right? And so, yeah, sometimes people are like, oh, there was nothing wrong with you. You weren't anything bad. Well, it's because they don't see the inner you or any of the feelings that you have. And it's not that someone's broken that you want to do with self-help, but nobody's perfect. Everyone has room for improvement on something in their life, whether it's the art of just learning some patience or whether it is weight loss or whether it is... I don't, you know, there's just something always. I need to work on myself, myself, um, negative talk. And that, uh, the new book I'm reading is really driven towards finding my purpose and not thinking maybe my purpose is somebody else's purpose. I don't know. That didn't make sense coming out of my mouth. Um, like I always measured myself to somebody else. I always was comparing going, well, that's, I don't have what they have, but I don't, think I actually want that either but what do others think of me because I don't have the traditional career and so it's finding that you can have purpose in your life that's not the traditional what everyone's looking at and so along that way it's helping me with my negative self-talk and my expectations that I have and those things that I tend to struggle with on a very very daily basis and so As Stephen is reminding me, the patience is I need to keep working and reminding myself of those things daily instead of allowing my mind to take over. And do the work. You've got to take action. You cannot just say what you're going to do and not do it. You've got to act on it. Are you being Morgan Freeman? Or... (laughs) Or Sean Connery, maybe. Oh, or a mix of the two. Yes. Sean Connery. The greatest motivation is practicing patience, and that is the start of self-love and self-care. So maybe I need to do, you know, like when you were a kid, like, I don't know if I had to do this. I think Steven said that he's had to do this. You have to write something out like a hundred times over. Yes. One time I got in trouble for my mommy. And she made you write it over about a hundred times over. She made me write, I will not talk in this voice again. (laughs) A hundred times. And so maybe that's what I need to start doing every morning is I will not talk negative to myself. I will practice patience. And just like you do with your affirmations saying it, maybe I need to physically write it over and over and over. Yeah, everybody's different. That's certainly one of the practices we read about in Manifest Now. She actually says to do it a hundred times at night and a hundred times in the morning. And you got to take some of these self-help books and you've got to, you have to put them in perspective for yourselves and you've got to do what kind of works for you. And uh, so I didn't do that no one hundred times, but I bet for some, I bet that is extremely successful for some people. And, uh, So, or maybe I'm just not at that place yet. Who knows? But, um, you know, another one says do it 10 times and write things that you're grateful for. And so my practice is say things I'm grateful for at night, at least three of them. Um, And then in the morning, um, 
say three affirmations, generally the first one is I'm going to get up and go to the gym right now because 4.53 comes quickly. Yes, it does. And then I go and I use the bathroom and I change and I grab my bag and I go and start drinking my energy tablet with the full servings of vegetables on the way there. And then um, usually it's like I'm going to have a productive and great day. Um, That's one I use a lot. And uh, sometimes I like to, if I'm feeling a little sassy, I'll say, everything is going to work in my favor today. Or, I'm good enough. Not to get too Stuart Smalley on everybody, but... Why is that sassy? Because if I say, everything's going to work in my favor today, I don't know, it just seems a little oh, sassy. Because you're, you're doing the head bob while you say it. Well, yeah, but it's also like, everything's going to work in my favor today. Every little thing is going to be all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like... The first thing to doing this, though, is to create your routine. And because it takes weeks, it takes like literally three weeks of doing something in a certain way every day to form a routine within your mind. And so it's almost like, you know, if you can't remember, you set a timer to go off. You put a sign next to your bed where you put your glasses or your phone or hang a sign on your ceiling if you need to. So when you lay down and look up, it goes... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am supposed to write and say my gratitude, like, gratitudes for today. You always trip me out when he starts taking a picture because then I'm like, should I stop and smile or do I keep talking and running my mouth? <laughs> well, right now you're kind of trying to, oh, am I on? Okay. Yeah. You're trying to talk and smile at the same time. So, <laughs> so you're like talking like this kind of with your teeth out. Like, oh, let me show you a shot. So maybe that's why my pictures always turn out so goofy when he takes them of me during this is because I'm overanalyzing yet again um, how I'm doing this. Anyway, so yeah, so make sure you are setting those routines so that you can work on you. So start practicing your patience. It's okay for things to take a little bit of time. Enjoy the stillness in life. Not everything has to be always actively moving. Enjoy your stillness. Enjoy your peace and quiet. Today we went for... A hike in Crazy Hills is what we call it. I don't know if there's a technical name for it in Watertown. If you're from this area, that's what it is. All right. And so I had the girls stop and take a moment of gratitude, looking up at the trees, looking up at the clouds. Um, you know, we're walking because you're seeing like ducks and baby ducklings like floating down the river and stuff. And that we are so blessed to live here in the Midwest that especially in South Dakota, that even though Watertown is our biggest city nearest to us, you know, that we have so much open space. We can see the stars lighting up the sky. We can see all the clouds. You get to see the moon every day. And so it was that practice, that moment of stillness, that moment of gratitude, so that we are so grateful to be able to have that outdoor space to be able to do that in versus some of the bigger cities that maybe don't have that. So that's why we're out practicing our family time as well together, right? Well, yeah, because, um, you know, and it's probably even more important for someone, if you listen to this and you live in the cities, um, you know, that... um, you know, to get in touch with the outdoors is, is a big deal. Um, 
And I think that if you can unplug yourself and just go for a walk and up through a park, even if you can, uh, you know, go kayaking or something like that, uh, those, those things really help ground you. So if you are living in the middle of New York city and you can't, you know, go to somewhere, I mean, there's central park. I know there's gotta be some park somewhere. So, so sometimes we'll drive an hour or two hours just to go walk through somewhere. Um, Sitchi Hollow is a, an area that she brought up today. We didn't make it up there today, but we've gone there a couple of times just randomly. And, um, you know, it's real nice to get back to nature. So, but if you can't, be grateful for what you do have. You know, go to the um, basketball court or go to a park or um, just get outside and breathe a little bit. Right. And so then as you are practicing your intentional practice of patience, you know, that allows yourself, giving yourself the understanding and your time and your space to continue to grow. But also you're going to help to give others in your life time to grow. So it's just like we've talked about our children. And sometimes we have one that likes to test the boundaries or the limits a little bit more. And then we keep saying she's not just going to change overnight, especially at their young age. You telling them once isn't going to do the trick. That's an obviously given. I know that that's how that goes. So as you practice patience with yourself, realize you have to have patience with those around you, especially your little humans that you are uh, raising and so that they can learn along with you to help teach them their patience already at this young age since, you know, are long gone the days that they have to wait for commercials and help them to grow into the best people that they can be. Again, take action. You can't just say this stuff. You've got to do it. You can't just read these books. You've got to do it. You can't just say, I'm going to change this. I'm going to, um, I don't want my kid to do this anymore. I don't want my dog to do this anymore. Rip this up or whatever the case may be. Or, um, so you, you have to take action. You know, you can't just read the books and think, okay, I read that book and, and now I'm, I'm good. I feel better. My brain's feeling better. But you've got to get a little teeny bit more structured. You've got to maybe plan a little bit ahead in your day now. You have to maybe start thinking about the next day at the end of that day. You have to write a list. We took a shopping list to the grocery store today. Not something we generally do, but um, we did it and it worked quite well. And uh, at first I was just yelling at the Google machine and, and it was like, I have to do this every time, say blah, blah, Google. Will you put this on my shopping list? And it was like, did it. And then blah, blah, Google again. Put it on the shopping list. Oh, geez. I'll get this traditional pen and paper and we'll write it down. But you guys already had a lot of it done. So I'm not taking credit for your list. Oh, thanks. Just saying that we used one today. Um, that was always something I failed at. I'd get to the store and I wouldn't buy things because as I finished something in our kitchen, I threw the container away and I never wrote it down. So then the next time I needed it, I didn't have it. So... I am working on as I am nearing the end of the bottle or container of something as that we use on a frequent basis that I write it down. Yeah. So you have to have frequency and consistency with that as well then. So if you're going to make a plan of action and you change something, you can't just do that for a few times or a few weeks or a couple months even and then be like, okay, well, holy crap, that was a lot of hard work. I don't think I need to do that or... Um, I've lost two pounds. Looks like I'm going to eat this bowl of ice cream. Half gallon, I mean, of it. 
Um, so, so yeah, you have to just take action. That's, that's the most important part out of everything that we say. You know, if you're, if you're feeling down or you're sick and tired of, you know, seeing, um, anger out in the world, then smile, then, then go somewhere and go smile at people and say, Hey, how are you? Hope you're having a great day. And you know, that eventually will make you feel better as well. So that's a small action. One, you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone because more than likely if you're listening to a positive, inspirational, motivational type podcast, you either know us and you're so curious at how much I've changed evidently over the years because we've had some recent feedback that's been eye-opening and positive and great. Um, so thank you. Um, you know who you are, who messaged the group. And uh, I've had other people tell me things too, verbally, in my, to my face. So it's great to have that feedback. It really is. It's not, I don't want to get stuck in the instant gratification situation, but it is great just to know that people are listening and people are enjoying it and that they, uh, um, I don't know, they get something out of it too. I've heard that. So um, just crazy. So thanks a lot for that. But anyways, um, you have to, if you're going to walk the walk, you got to talk the talk. Wait, talk the talk and then walk the walk. If you're going to talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk. I think you throw me off with your, your sound effects here. Um, it's just an accent. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. All right. So going back to just even smiling, because if you smile to like others, strangers, like I am the person that smiles at everybody I make eye contact with at the store. I'm like saying hi to strangers and always tripped out the kids because I was, they said, mom, you tell us not to talk to strangers. Why do you talk to every person as we walk? I'm like, because I'm just saying hi, just like Stephen waves crazy if he meets cars along the way, you know, I smile, I wave. That's just what I do. And this just makes you feel better as well as hopefully lifting somebody else's spirits and inspiring them for the day. It's like a pay it forward thing, but you don't always have to buy things. You can just do it with very simple gestures. But if you want to buy things, there's a fun new group out there that's like teaching us quarantined. If you guys haven't seen this or corn, corn wind that like Stephen is rolling his eyes. So there's like this group out there and you find your town and then you put your address and like what kind of beverages you like to drink, whether it's uh, alcoholic or non-alcoholic. And then um, you pick a person and you gift them a fun little basket. And then, you know, whether you not get one in return, you know, you may not because there's lots of people have doing it. And that's OK. If you don't get anything back, it's all about just spreading joy and kindness. You got to cash the check. Your mouth is riding. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Yep. Yes, I live with him. Yes, I'm married to him. And generally, all she ever hears is, how do you live with him? He is just so funny. I mean, I just laughing the whole entire time. Are you really married to him? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> that must be super awesome is how they usually end up saying it. Men and women. Mm-hmm. Everyone feels it would be amazing to be married to me and let that be a testament to my self-growth process and gaining some self-confidence back. Mm. I'll let you, boy. <laughs> I feel like you need to program sound effects in the machine. <sighs> Maybe. So 
posing a question for those that are listening. How could you explore what patience is? How can you use that in your life? What is the first thing that comes to the top of your mind when we hear the word patience and practicing the art of patience? Driving behind someone that's going just a few miles under the speed limit. I'm trying to get somewhere and I think I've only got a certain amount of time to get there, but I actually could probably be a minute or two delinquent or I should have left a minute or two earlier. And I'm sitting there just about ready to lay on the horn and say a bunch of curse words. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I'm not mad at this guy. No. I'm a little frustrated. I mean, because just I want to get going. And I'm like, I could go 35 if you weren't in front of me, but you are. And, you know, who knows if 315 days, three hours, 52 seconds from now, something bad would happen to me. But because that guy slowed me up a few seconds, I don't have something bad happen to me. Oh, like your time continuum changed. Yeah. So, like, I relaxed because there was times in my life where I'm like, yeah, screw this guy. And I get right past him. And I might give him a dirty look. Maybe he's like, dude, I'm just, just cruising here. I didn't even know I was going 33 and a 35. Sorry, bro. Maybe their speedometer is broken. Even. How cool are you in your, in your karate? And then I shake my fist out my sunroof at the time. And then I get in front of him. And I'm like, haha, now I've saved those six seconds. <laughs> but what happens later? So, so enjoy... Those extra slow days when someone's in front of you, take a moment to relax, breathe, say your moments of gratitude and affirmations as you drive. Well, yeah, you don't like you don't have to suppress every emotion. You know, if it if it frustrates you, then, yeah, say something in your head to calm yourself down, because it's a practice that when it may when it's something serious and you want to get really angry, your brain is already starting to rewire itself to calm down. And it's don't get so upset. Don't be so frustrated. Don't make a permanent decision because you're temporarily upset. So um, you just gotta you just gotta breathe. And every time that you make these little baby steps, as they say, that rewires your brain and that changes your mindset over and over and over again. So um, you know, or don't go to get fast food at 12.01 and expect to get out of there in five seconds because that's not going to happen. If it is, you don't want to eat that food. Yeah, I went through the other day. <laughs> oh, I'm trying not to sneeze. I went through the other day um, before I had to go to my next counseling session. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be late. And I just rolled up there. And uh, if anyone's going to be cool with it, she'll be cool with it. But either way, at first I was like, like anxious. Like, oh, my God, I just need to get my food and I got to eat it and get there. And it was like, just relax. And I got there with like seven, eight minutes to spare. So I got to chow it in the car. And guess what? Everything was okay. Because I had to sit in the waiting room for a minute or two until she was done anyway. So. Well, and like I, you know, tell one of our girls or both of our girls, you know, if they're feeling upset and it feels like they're kind of spiraling out of control. And it's like, you don't understand why your child is having a temper tantrum or a meltdown, right? You have to stop and have them start to analyze going, okay, so now... Nothing that happened really should have caused this. So stop and think, what is truly bothering you right now? You know, it's like 
it's okay to feel frustrated that the guy in front of you is driving three miles under the speed limit and you know that you're in a hurry. Okay. But you got to stop and go, okay, why am I so upset? Am I really upset at him? Am I upset at myself because I didn't get up on time? Am I upset because of this? Am I just nervous about something that's going to happen in my day? So then that will help you be able to check in with your emotions and your feelings as well as you practice that art of patience. Did you see how I spun it back to the topic again? Yeah. (laughs) That was really nice. Thanks. So we're learning how to podcast, everyone. And uh, this is episode 21, I believe. And um, I have to make a confession. At some point during making this podcast, I lost track of what the accurate number of podcasts we were on. I went through and I counted them and I renumbered all of them so they're accurate. It happened somewhere around 15 or 16. So I'm going to blame it on Onyx. But we're on episode 21. This is going to be the please be patient. Where patience is a virtue. May 27th, 2020. May the patience be with you. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's one. I like that one. So um, anyways, uh, you know... Just, you got to have patience. You've got to have positive affirmations. You've got to slowly rewire yourself and have consistency. So just like with advertising, when you have consistency, you build your brand. People become familiar with you. They want to do business with you. They feel like they know you. Um, Whether you're trying to sell um, stuff on Facebook or you're trying to, you know, do the exercise stuff on social media um, whether you just own a brick and mortar, you know, all that stuff, it just, that's kind of marketing 101. So it's the same with your, your bot, your body, I guess your body too, but with your self-help, because realistically you have to have that frequency and that consistency. You always have to continue to change and diagnose each situation. Okay. I stood outside in just a speedo and spun a sign that said, come in and buy pizza. Did that really gain me loyal customers? Did that really get me a bunch of sales that day? Probably got you some publicity, I would imagine. So then you have to diagnose that and go, was that really what was the best for our for my business to um, improve the, the profitability or get more sales or whatever? So the same with yourself. You might try a self-help book and you might read through it and practice it. And then let's say out of the... I don't know, 20 things you learned from it, maybe only like uh, 30% of the book is what works best for you and your personality, you know? And what I have learned though is through some of these articles and a lot of these books is that the stuff is very similar. It's just people have their own coined phrases and it might make it easier for you to listen to something. Um, You're taking pictures and I got my fuzzball hat on, my Q-tippy. That my new, my salon lady said Q-tippy. So anyways, um, you know, all, all that stuff, you have to diagnose it, self-reflect. What did I do wrong here? What, what, what went well here? And then you try to continue to implement what is working best for you positively. Positively Midwest, might I tell you. Just because it went together. <laughs> Are we done? Um, yes. You have more? No. 
No? I think that is it. You want to tell everyone goodbye and say stuff or? Goodbye and stuff. (laughs) That's how that works. Okay, so I typed out this little outro, so we're going to try to hit the uh, the the outgoing music, and then um, we'll read through this. But thank you all for um, all your support. We really appreciate it. So, All right, thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for listening to Positively Midwest Podcast. Our hope is to inspire, engage all our thoughts, and leave you with some advice that could help. Be sure to join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Positively Midwest Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, share, and screenshot our podcast with all your cool friends. We are on most all major platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and you can stream it online at our website, PositivelyMidwest.com. Thank you and stay positive. Mm-hmm.